Peterson back with you another podcast from Brazil with Brahma if you missed the first two well you shouldn't have done we've done Rio we've done Rio Funk we've done Baile Funk we've done Samba we've spoken to Sir George we've spoken to Joyce but for this edition we're doing the thing that first got me into Brazilian music the bossa nova the new beat in this program we're going to speak to some of the masters of the sound roberto menescal carlos lyra celso fonseca my good friend marcos valet and a bunch of other major players behind the country's most famous musical export yeah let's do it the bossa nova I don't need new things. Bossa Nova is perfectly fine for me. I don't need to go into new things because Bossa Nova will always be new. Bossa Nova itself, it's classic. I mean, it's timeless. Bossa means uh, aptitude. And Nova, of course, is new. Huh? So the whole thing means a, a new aptitude. We are all Bossa Nova, all of us, because we're all children of Jobim from João Gilberto. Anyone you ask about Bossa Nova will give you the three names, the masters. So we asked Nelson Motta. Nelson Motta is the man when it comes to anything to do with Brazilian music, whether it's bossa nova samba, but he's particularly good on bossa. Check out his comments. Check out what he says about the masters of bossa nova music. A holy trinity in Brazilian music. It's uh, Tom Jobim, Vinícius de Moraes, the lyricist, and João Gilberto, the interpreter and musician and guitar player who introduced a brand new beat, was the creator of the Bossa Nova beat. Jobim wrote the music and it was uh, influenced uh, by, you know, classical music, Debussy and Ravel, Impressionists and Gershwin's Cole Porter and the Brazilian Samba. And this is the Holy Trinity. As a, a second wave of this Holy Trinity comes this generation, Menescal, Carlos Lira, Nara Leão, and uh, Ronaldo Bosco, the lyricist, and who um, was João Donato. And we are the second generation, Joyce, Edu Lobo, Caetano Veloso, Chico Buarque, Gilberto Gil, Marcos Valle. We came after this this first bossa nova wave. We are breeding this uh, bossa nova wave. Okay, so they were the pioneers of bossa nova. The late Tom Jobim, also known as Antonio Carlos Jobim, Vinicius de Moraes and João Gilberto. Legends. Next in line was guitarist Roberto Menescal. He was part of the next wave. I caught up with him in Rio. Okay, my name is Roberto Menescal and I'm speaking with Gil. Peterson in Brazil, uh, in front of Lebron Beach. <laughs> okay. Roberto, it's a pleasure to meet you, sir. Okay, thank you. Great to see you here. Thank Rio. you. Your hometown? Yes. Absolutely. No. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but not absolutely. 
Well, Roberto, you were one of the, the, the founding members of Bossa Nova Music. Um, in, in my opinion, you seem to make the connection between Jobim and a new generation of, of musicians like uh, Sergio Mendes, um, Marcos Valle, Edu Lobo. Um, tell me about your um, entrance into the music and um, if you could also give me a description of what is Bossa Nova. Primeiro, para mim, a minha opinião particular, Tom Jobim, Vinícius Moraes e João Gilberto são três número um. Eu classifico com número um. Jobim, Vinícius e João Gilberto são the número um. The premier players in the Bossa Nova scene. And everyone else is number two. Good number two. <laughs> ok. E uh, Bossa Nova, eu não posso explicar exatamente o que é Bossa Nova. It's difficult to say what Bossa Nova is because we didn't know what we were doing at the time and we didn't know what an impact this music was going to have in the years ahead. Nós só sabemos isso com o tempo. Uh, is Bossa Nova a Rio thing? Or does it have resonance or relevance outside of Rio de Janeiro? Ela, ela, nasceu, uh, ela nasceu aqui, quer dizer, foi uma, um acontecimento carioca, mas que eu acho que todo o Brasil estava esperando uma música que a, que a música dessa se virada. Porque... It was definitely a Rio thing, but the whole younger generation of Brazil was looking for something like this. The music before was heavy and this was light. It's what the people were looking for. I mean, one thing about Bossa Nova is that people maybe see it as um, the girl from Ipanema and they might not understand that there is a deeper side and not only in terms of the music but also in terms of active against the politics of the time because with you and Carlos Lyra when there was the period of military control you had your own sort of movement can you tell us a bit about that primeiramente a bossa nova era uma música muito alienada dos problemas essa música nasceu realmente daqui para o mar when bossa nova kicked in there was no military dictatorship it was concerned with looking out to sea but four years later, when the military regime started, Carlos Lyra started getting more politicized. It took me a few more years to become conscious of that side of things. The people I admire are Marcos Valle. Carlos Lyra was a master, and Jobim said that when Carlos wrote music, it was a joy. His compositions were like beautiful drawings. My dream was to meet Tom Jobim. I tried for a year, but I kept on missing him. And by the time he was around, I'd had a few Cuba Libras and was plastered, and we couldn't talk properly. In those days, I was sharing a flat with Carlos Lyra, and we were giving guitar lessons to the local girls. One day, the door rang, and there was Tom Jobim at the door. He said, look, I have to record a soundtrack to a film called Orpheus. Will you come and play on it? I didn't even tell the girls I was leaving. I just got my guitar and walked out the door. Claro que eu tô livre. Nem voltei para falar com a menina. Já tava com o violão e saí, né? 
And what did Jobim mean to you and to Brazilian people then? Oh, Jobim, é, para mim era tudo que eu almejava na música, tudo que eu eu queria na música. Jobim was pretty much everything I wanted to be. He was an example as a composer, as an arranger, as a musician. That's how much he meant to me. So, Tom Jobim's Girl from Ipanema is without doubt the most recognizable song from Brazil's canon of bossa nova. And it was also responsible for giving the music a worldwide audience, a huge worldwide audience. Anyway, to find out more about Antonio Carlos or Tom Jobim, I had the chance to speak to his grandson, Daniel. And where did I meet him? Yeah, Ipanema Beach. This is um, Giles Peterson. We are in Rio de Janeiro with um, Daniel Jobim. Where are we, sir? Where are we right now? This is Ipanema. We are near Ipanema. And it's beautiful. I like it. That's where the girl used to walk and they wrote the song. They were drinking beer, <laughs> not coffee. <laughs> and the girl would pass to one side, pass to the other side and every day. And they had this idea. Look, look there. So... <laughs> So how is it being the grandson of, um, of Antonio Carlos Jobim and, and having that heritage around you when you go in the studio to make music yourself? Is there that shadow always around you that might be difficult for you sometimes? A little bit. Not a lot. I played a lot with him at home. He showed me lots of things and gave me good, good directions. And It's hard, but it's, I like it. I like his music so much. I played since I was like... I learned to play at 11, and then I started playing only his songs. And he said, you know, there are many other writers you could have to play, but I only wanted to play his songs. But then I started studying. He bought me some Chopin books, and so... <laughs> Is Rio the sort of home of Bossa Nova? Yes. Now we have to bring Bossa Nova back to Brazil to heal it and bring, bring it back to the world. What would be the sort of, I don't know, the top few standard Bossa Nova songs? Waters of March... I like Waters of March. Ah, yeah. So many great versions of <laughs> yeah. that as well, aren't there? He wrote in the middle of the night in the farm near the near a little river, a big river. And he was sitting down with the guitar playing that rhythm and had this idea. And he just wrote the idea and that song came. <laughs> this is Daniel Jobim and Giles, I want you to play this record for me. Pão. É o fundo do poço, é o fim do caminho No rosto desgosto é um pouco só 
é o tijolo chegando. É a lenha, é o dia, é o fim da picada. É a garrafa de cana, o estilhaço na estrada. É o projeto da casa, é o corpo na cama. É o carro enguiçado, é a lama, é a lama. É um passo, é uma ponte, é um saco, é uma rã. É um resto de mato, na luz da manhã. São as águas de março fechando o verão. É a promessa de vida no teu coração. I am Carlos Lira. I'm here in Brazil with Jules Peterson. Well, let's start off with with Bossa Nova, if we may. And if you could just explain to us, in your words, where does Bossa Nova come from? What is it? Yeah, okay. And where is it going? Uh, the, the Bossa Nova, let's start etymologically. What, what does it mean? You know, even for Brazilian people, this is still a mystery. But Bossa means uh, aptitude. And Nova, of course, is new. No? So the, the, the whole thing means a, a new aptitude. You know, it's kind of a inspired in Nouvelle Vague, you know, new wave, all, all that kind of thing. You know, so that's what Bossa Nova means. And what is it, you know, really? It's, a, it's naturally it's a form of music. And what kind of music is this? This is a Brazilian music that was done in the 50s, you know, when Brazil was going through a very important period economically, politically, and cultural. At this time, Bossa Nova had the chance of, of showing up and from the middle class, right into the middle class of Brazil. The, the Brazilian middle class, precisely in Rio de Janeiro, that used to be the capital of the country, that's where Bossa Nova was born. Even other guys from other states, from Sao Paulo, from Bahia, from, like Menescal, from Espírito Santo, You know, these people all came to Rio because Rio was the was the like the New York, the London, you know, the the, the important capital 
for, for cultural business. And they came, João Gilberto from Bahia, you know. So the, all these people concentrated in Rio de Janeiro and in the south part of the city, not in any other, in, in Copacabana. And then it migrated, migrated to Ipanema. I mean, in a weird sort of way, it seems the way you're talking about it, that it had a huge cultural impact as a music. It was a sort of energy or a form of music that represented a time and a feeling. <laughs> Now, who for you were the musicians here in Brazil and elsewhere, actually, that made you pick up a guitar and compose and be part of this movement? I have discussed this with Tom Jobim many times, and we just figured that we have the same influence, you know, the same feeling. Both of us lived in Copacabana and then Ipanema, so we, we all had the same influences. Me and Jobim, we are very in tune with Ravel and Debussy, and we are very in tune also with George Gershwin, Richard Rogers, Irving Berlin, Cole Porter, you know? Jerome Karen. These guys are very important for us. We had the influence of these people, of those musicians. That's why Bossa Nova has this capacity of communicating so easily with the United States, with, the, with England, with, with, with Europe, because it has the, the, the microbe, the roots of, of things that already came from there. And another thing that's important to us is the, the jazz, not the jazz from New York. Not the hot jazz, not John Coltrane, not Louis Armstrong, no. I respect these people, but for me and for Jobim, the important jazz for us is the West Coast jazz, modern jazz quartet, Chet Baker, Jerry Mulligan, Stan Kenton, Shorty Rogers. You know? These are our heroes. I don't care for any other kind of jazz. Jobim didn't care for any kind of other kind of jazz either. If you were to put a year onto it, a year when the torch was lit and there was a real excitement in your mind as to the music really getting there and people understanding it, when was that moment? In 1956, one very important man came to the presidency of this country, called Juscelino Kubitschek. And with him came a very important economical uh, period, a, a period of blossoming. And Bossa Nova comes like the musical background for all this. But it was not only music. When Juscelino came to the presidency, you know, we started being champions of everything in sports. Football, tennis, boxing, even beauty. Maria Esther Bueno uh, was tennis. Uh, Ieda Maria Vaca was Miss Universe at the time. We won championship of everything. From 1956, when Juscelino comes to the presidency, what a coincidence, until 1964-63, when they had this military coup d'etat here. You can count, curiously, seven years. I call them the seven fat cows of Egypt, you know, in the, in the Brazilian culture. Before Juscelino, things were kind of flat. And after Juscelino, things got very bad. You know, who were the, the great singers? There were good singers that came before the precursors of Bossa Nova. Johnny Alf, Dick Fanny, Lenny Everson, all those guys, they had important American names you know, to, to have prestige, because Brazilian names would never give prestige to them. When João Gilberto appears in the scenery, you know, you just have the measure of how to play the guitar and how to sing a song. João Gilberto is the, how you say, by excellence, the, 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 the singer of Bossa Nova, the interpret for Bossa Nova, nobody else. Everything was classy in Bossa Nova. We studied music, we all studied music. We never played just by playing, we, we just wanted a very precise melody, a very adequate harmony, a very simple, classy lyric is the discrete charm of bourgeoisie. 
and it's the music from the middle class. That's what bossa nova is. Nova bossa nova artist Celso Fonseca agrees. Bossa nova is the music of the mid class in Rio in the 50s. Bossa nova, of course, came from the samba. For me, bossa nova it's just a samba in slow motion. Invented by João Gilberto, that way of playing the guitar and singing that way. It was started by João Gilberto and Jobim, but there were a lot of other guys from mid-class in Rio that were together with João Gilberto. It's very different from the roots of samba itself. It's a mix between Debussy and, and African music. The early samba, they, they used to play something like that. You can see that it's 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 different. It's not classic bossa nova sound, I mean the classic pattern, the classic thing comes from João Gilberto from what he invented. We name the batida, the batida da bossa nova, I mean it's the bossa nova beat, that it's something like that, the traditional ways like that We can we can see the bass. Since an early age, I've been listening to a lot of different things. I've been listening to classical music, I've been listening to samba, I've been listening to rock and roll, I've been listening to R&B. And I believe that all kinds of music are in, my, in, in the music that I'm, I'm doing nowadays. I used to say that compose, write music, to me it's like cooking. <laughs> I don't know how to cook. But <laughs> so I'm trying to put different things and trying to invent different recipes with music. 
I'm trying to write and I'm trying to say things in a gentle way. I think this is one of the most important things in my in my songs, in my music. Also, I like harmony. I like chords. I like to see different landscapes in my songs. It's not just bossa nova, but I think that it's not it's not wrong to call it nova bossa nova because it have very real elements that I took from bossa nova itself. I mean the harmonic progressions, the chord progressions, and some melodies. Of course, some some patterns on the guitar. It doesn't bother me to be called bossa novista. <laughs> and this is and there are some difference between things that I've been writing. I have the bass together with with the chords and together with the harmony, but it's not that classic. It's almost a mix of bossa nova and soul, just like. Slow Motion Bossa Nova is a song written by Ronaldo Bastos and myself. For my samba in slow motion, you're the top, you're my devotion, my slow motion, bossa nova dream. Face the music, dance to the music, now I hear the sound of music, and your kisses take it closer to perfection. You're beyond imagination, we're the dream team, you're so good to me. You're so good to me And I hope to give you back The peace of mind That you give to me And it feels like Bossa Nova By Jobim The solution 
solution to my dilemma. You're my girl from Ipanema. Inspiration for my samba in slow motion. You're the top. You're my devotion, my slow motion person of a dream. The solution to my dilemma. You're my girl from Ipanema. Inspiration for my samba in slow motion. You're the top. You're my devotion, my slow motion person of a dream. I've been playing with Marcus Valli in the last months. We've been playing some concerts together. Marcus came from the second generation of Bossa Nova, and he's one of my influences. And it's been a pleasure to play with him. It's really hard to choose just one of Marcus Valli's songs, but the first one is Summer Samba. I think it's a classic. Hello, this is Marcus Valli. We are here live from Leblon, and this is Judge Peterson, Pot. Celso, I know that you have talked about this song, Summer Samba, that you like, and very, I'm very glad for what I have said, and I love you, no, no. Celso Fonseca is very important, some artist that's doing important things, and I will still have plans to do other things. So I'm going to play for you, as you have mentioned the song, Summer Samba. Já cansei de expirar Nem parei nem dormi Só pensando em me dar Peço Mas você não vem E bem é. Eu deixo então Falo só de igual céu Mas você vem Someone to hold me tight That to be very nice Someone to love me right That to be very nice Someone to understand Each little dream in me Someone to take my hand To be a team with me Olha É como o verão Quente o coração E o coração Salta de repente Para ver a menina que vem E ela vem Sempre tem esse mano olhar E vai vender dizer Nunca tem quem amar Hoje sim, diz que sim Já cansei de esperar Nem parei, nem dormi Só pensando em me dar Peço Mas você não vem 
e bem é. Eu deixo então falo só de igual ser mais você. Deixo então falo só de igual ser mais você. Deixo então falo só de igual céu mais você vem. So we are in Rio de Janeiro. There's only one person to be with in Rio de Janeiro, and that is a man called Marcos Valle. Last time I saw you actually was in Japan. Yes, right. Obviously, we were just talking to Carlos and Roberto Menescal. What I kind of see in you is a musician who has touched all these people. Of course, your bossa nova heritage is enormous. You're part of the second generation, is what they say, taught by Roberto Menescal. Today, talking to these guys, I'm realizing how essential and respected you are by the older generation of bossa nova artists. That's amazing. I mean, is that where you're coming from? I mean, would you call yourself originally a bossa nova, the second generation? Well, I think, you know, in such a way, I am. But uh, what happened? is that when I, I, I really get, got interested in music, that was very, very, I was very, very young, five, six years old, I used to be interested in music. And the, the songs that I used, used to listen at that time, it was not Bossa Nova, because Bossa Nova came many, a, a long time after that. It was Baião and Samba, and then after jazz, and then I got interested in black music and everything. So then I started to study classic music also. So this whole influence, all this influence, they became uh, before the, the, the Bossa Nova. But then, then I started to play piano for 10 years, classic music. Then I, I started to play accordion yeah, because of the Bayon of Luis Gonzaga. And then when I saw João Gilberto playing, I got interested in guitar. And then I went to, 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 to learn guitar very fast because I already had the music in myself so it was very fast so then I started to write uh, my first songs right that was in around 62 63 I would say that my first record is called Samba de Mais it was basically Bossa Nova because the Bossa Nova it was very strong in myself I think it's not poor Bossa Nova what I, what I have done. Bossa Nova it was a part of the, the influence that I had. But as I arrived after Jobim and after Carlos Lira, I was considered the second generation of, of Bossa Nova. Menescal, one time he said, you came to make a revolution in Bossa Nova because you are, you are doing Bossa Nova, but suddenly you are doing something different with different rhythms and everything. But I'm, I'm very glad, you know, very honored to, to be considered the second generation of Bossa Nova because I, I think Bossa Nova was one of the most important movements in the Brazilian music. Can you break down the difference between samba and Bossa, and Bossa Nova? Well, to, to me, Bossa Nova is another way of playing samba. What I see that samba was basically, and it's still basically written with few chords. Than the bossa nova, it's uh, it's not very sophisticated like the bossa nova. The chords are very simple, the melodies are very beautiful, but the, the harmony is not so rich as the as the bossa nova. That's one different. Second, I think that the lyrics start to be different. Other song uh, lyric writers like uh, Ronaldo Boscoli, they came with image, 
talk about the sun, the beach, and uh, it was different, different things, very happy. The sambas were more nostalgic. And another thing, the rhythm started to change. It was with, with João Gilberto, because when he started to play the guitar, he gave another balance to the samba. That's one thing. And the trios also start to play a samba in a different way, with some touches of jazz. So putting all these things together, I think that's what made the difference. Thank you very much. Thank you. Another child of the bossa is Joyce. Hi, this is Joyce, and I'm hanging out with Giles Peterson right here in Leblon, Rio de Janeiro, Brazil, planet Earth. We were talking to Carlos Lira and Roberto Menescal. They saw you and Marcos Valle and several others as the next generation of Bossa Nova artists. I mean, are you a Bossa Nova artist or did you start off as a Bossa Nova artist? I always compare Bossa Nova to jazz because in the tree of Brazilian music, it's the same kind of branch in a way. Everything comes from samba in the same way as everything comes from the blues in, in North American music. So you have the roots, which would be samba and the blues. And then you have, for example, choro music in Brazil, and you have ragtime in American music. Then you have bossa nova, as you have jazz, especially the bebop. So in a way, we are all bossa nova, all of us, because we're all children of Jobim, for example, and João Gilberto. So in this way, I, yes, I am a bossa nova artist, even if I, I don't practice orthodox bossa nova, but it's, that's where I come from. How do you feel about the music that's coming out of Rio at the moment? Is there some stuff that we need to be looking out for? At this point in Rio, there are different directions. You have to choose. There's a whole bunch of young people playing samba and choro in Lapa. That's where I think the young generations are more focused, especially the middle class. Years ago, the middle class kids were into bossa nova and favela people would be into samba. Now it's the middle class into samba and choro and the favela people into funk and hip-hop and that sort of thing. And nobody's into bossa nova at all. <laughs> I mean, it's a very small scene here and mostly people my age doing that. It's very hard to see young musicians doing this kind of thing, which I think it's a shame because it's such a creative music. So there we have it, the story of Bossa Nova from its roots, with the holy trinity of Tom, Vinicius and Zhao, all the way through to the Bossa Novistas, such as Celsa Fonseca. A timeless and most beautiful music. I'm sure you agree. Join us for the next instalment of Giles Peterson in Brazil with Brahma, where we're going to be moving from Rio to Sao Paulo. Just a 40-minute plane ride. We've been invited for a traditional churrasco at the home of the multi-talented Rodriguez family. That basically means good food, some live music, and a chance to talk to one of the most famous characters in Brazilian music. Yeah, Jay Rodriguez. Definitely looking forward to that one. If you want more information on anything you've heard on this program, just check brahma.com slash Giles Peterson. Until the next time, ciao. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs>